If you are looking for growth, if you are looking for transformation, if you are looking to step into your main character era, look no further than The Green Room. DM me on socials to find out more about my all-new community available at just 99 cents a month for my first 100 subscribers. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Girlfriend's Guide to Starting Over podcast, and I'm your host, Kayla. If you are just listening for the first time, Hello, and welcome to my platform. I am so excited that you're here. And as always, if you're a returning listener, hey sis, what is up? In today's episode, we are going to talk about something that is so important to your mental health and your personal development, and that is rest. Because we live in such a fast-paced environment, and we are just emerged in hustle culture, and we're constantly being hit on all sides by people inspiring us, pushing us, motivating us, encouraging us to grind, to chase the dream, to be all that we can be, we sort of forget that we need to factor in rest on this journey. One of the things that I frequently say to my clients, and I repeat to myself often, is that If you do not plan time to rest, you will have to make time to recover. If you don't plan time to rest, you'll have to make time to recover because your body can only go so far. And so earlier, I guess a couple of episodes ago, we talked about time blocking and I encouraged you to factor time in to relax, factor time in to wind down so that you can avoid being burnt out and overwhelmed and run down and your body gets time to just really get rejuvenated from all of the things that you experience every day and your mind gets time to recover. Um, I'm going to share with you three things that I do to make sure that I get plenty of rest. I know I'm one of those voices that's a, a lighthouse in the dark and I am motivating you and I am pushing you. And if you're watching me online or you're following me on socials, you see me and I appear on all the time. Rest assured that I'm getting plenty of rest. Sometimes it's a pre-recorded video. Sometimes it is a repurposed video. Sometimes it is content that I have thought about three, four, five weeks ago, and I'm just now getting an opportunity to get it out on paper and to share it with you. But I definitely make time to pour into myself, eat a well-balanced diet, make sure that I get to all my appointments, and do the things that are required to make sure that I'm at my tip-top best health at all times. So grab a pen and tag a friend and let's talk about it. First things first, set up do not disturb times on your phone. Set up those do not disturb times on your phone. At around 8.15 every night, my phone goes into sleep mode, which means that I do not get alerts from text messages And most of the time, my notifications on my social media are silent, okay? And so setting up that do not disturb time allows me to focus on whatever it is that I want to focus on during those times. So from 8.15 p.m. to about 7.30 a.m., I don't get messages or alerts from my phone. I very rarely answer my phone after 9.30 
Um, and so that means that since my phone is not ringing, I am very intentional about who I am talking to during those time frames because my phone's not going to ring and I have to plan it. So I encourage you to set up do not disturb times. They do not have to be the same as mine, but it's always a good idea to have a cutoff and to set some boundaries around your phone usage. Also during the day, you guys know that I work a corporate job. I have my phone set to work. So I do get the notification, but my messages are delivered quietly and it leads into number two. I set up times during the day in which I check my messages in my phone. I am not scrolling through my social media all the time. I would highly encourage you to set checkpoints throughout the day to check your social media or say, I'm only going to check my email two times a day because it's disruptive. And there have been tons of studies that show that once you get interrupted, it takes you anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour to get back on track. And so I have to be very vigilant about not staying on my phone, scrolling on my phone, checking for notifications, checking for notifications, because it throws off the entire day and then it ends up extending your workday or extending whatever task that you were trying to knock out, which prohibits you from resting at a logical time and hour. So set up checkpoints for when you're going to check notifications, respond to messages, and respond to phone calls. Now, I know that I said three, but I really feel like I need to add this bonus tip. If you are working a corporate job, or even if you're not, when you start out in the morning, go ahead and plan your quitting time. Go ahead and plan your quitting time. So if my workday starts at 7.30, that means that I should be done around four o'clock. If my workday starts at nine o'clock in the morning, that means my workday should be done around five o'clock. And if I'm leaving early or if there's other obligations that I have, I plan my quitting time so that I'm aware and I can kind of look up throughout the day and see how much day I have left for productivity. It is so important that we stop stretching ourselves past the mark over and over and over and over. This is an example of making promises to ourselves and keeping them. Because remember, when we stretch ourselves past the promise keeping time, then we teach ourselves that we don't take ourselves seriously. And I'm not talking about, you know, five more reps in the gym or another half mile or going a little bit harder with your posting or your messaging when you're reaching out to clients. I'm talking about when it comes to cutting off the overexertion, when it comes to embracing rest, when it comes to allowing yourself some downtime, plan your quitting time from the very beginning before you even get started. All right, so let's wrap it up lastly with tip number three, and that is develop a wind down routine, a nighttime routine. Start training your body to sleep, to rest. And I'm not just talking about lighting some candles and getting in the bed. Because you could totally get in the bed and scroll for another two and a half, three hours, watch movies on Netflix, um, on your laptop. I am a strong advocate of not having a TV in the bedroom. Because it just encourages you, it lures you in to watch TV or to do some mindless activity instead of resting. So I told you earlier in the episode that around 8.15, my phone goes into sleep mode. By 8.30, I am typically sipping a green tea or a sleepy time tea. 
And by nine o'clock, I have dimmed the lights in my home. I typically use my Alexa or some other sound device to play rain sounds or soft music, and I slide into bed. I might listen to a guided meditation. I might do some reading. I may do some sort of activity where it's a breathing exercise, but whatever it is, it is training my body. It is guiding my body into the resting state. Be very careful about watching like true crime or um, SVU or anything that's going to make you kind of anxious during this hour because it's not going to help you sleep. And if you are watching things that are filled with violence and trauma to calm you down, I urge you to consider why trauma brings you comfort. These are just some of the strategies that I use to rest. I want to remind you once again that your value is not determined by your productivity, that rest is something you must welcome. It's something that you must plan for. It's something that you must do because if you do not rest, then you can count on the need to recover.